0: Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. they
1: sitting on the floor over by the bookcase with books spread out all around her. Liz, what are you doing with those books all over the floor?
2: Sorting them. Our club is having an old book sale.
1: Uh, well, don't try giving away any of mine.
2: I'll only take the ones you're through with, like this one.
1: Has it got a bookmark in it?
2: Yes, but Then, then I'm I... not
1: finished with it. Put it back. George, you'll never finish it. I will, too. Some reading is so heavy, it takes a long time to finish.
2: Oh, well, then I'll put this one back by all means. Mm.
1: What's the name of it?
2: The Bobsy Twins at the Seashore. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Tell me when you finally struggle
1: through it, George. Very fun. Well, you can take that one. Thank you.
2: George, is this your library book, How to Play Mahjong?
1: Oh, my gosh, I forgot about it. I'll bet it's overdue. Uh, what's the date on it?
2: Let's see, uh, May 13th.
1: Well, it's only a week overdue.
2: May 13th, 1936.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, well, then you can have it.
2: What? You want me to handle a hot book? I'm no fence.
1: <laughs> Listen, pear Shape. go sell your book. Don't
2: no bother me. All right. George! What's the matter? Look! On the second shelf, little men is leaning against little women. Oh, look, George. What? They've had a little pamphlet. Oh,
0: silly.
2: Oh, George, look at this, the Arbutus.
1: Well, look at that. My old high school yearbook. Let's see it.
2: Wait till I blow the dust
1: off. (laughs) Mm. That's when I was graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. The Arbutus, 1929. You were a freshman in high school that year, remember?
2: Oh, that's right. That wasn't so long ago at that, was it?
1: (laughs) Oh. Look, here's a picture of me. Where? Right here, with the football team.
2: Gee, you look wonderful. Right up in the front row, too. You know, George, we've still got that bucket up in the attic.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, let me take it, Liz. I want to read some of those things the kids wrote to me.
2: You remember every time the annual came out, you could tell how popular you were by how many kids wrote in the margins of
1: your copy. <laughs> yeah, and they wrote the silliest things. <laughs> look, look look at this one. In your golden chain of friendships, let me be one of the links. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a
2: butte. Think of your friends as bananas and count me as one of the bunnies. <laughs>
1: Oh, look, Liz. There's a picture of you here. Hmm? Yeah, as a freshman princess. Let's see.
2: Oh, oh, no! Look how short my dress was.
1: Hmm. So that's what knees look like.
2: Oh, don't I look awful.
1: No, you were lucky. You had dimples in your knees.
2: Lucky nothing. I used to spend an hour each night kneeling on two collar buttons. I did, too. One of my knees still keeps rolling under the dresser. (laughs) how young I am in that picture.
1: You sure were beautiful.
2: And young. Would you like me to be that young again, George?
1: Sure. Then we could wear father and daughter
2: sunsuit. <laughs> I'm serious, George. Gee, that picture makes me feel old.
1: Old? Oh, don't be silly. You're still young and pretty.
2: I am not. Look at me, then. A little flower in the bloom of youth. And look at me now, an old
1: stinkweed. Oh, Liz, now don't start being silly. None of us look like we did then. That's
2: just it, George. You do. You haven't changed mm-hmm. a bit. Oh, your hairline may have receded a little, but you're just as handsome and virile and wonderful-looking as you were then. But I'm not. I have a double chin and a spare tire, and my figure is dumpy. I have crow's feet around my eyes, and my age shows in every inch of me. I'm... I'm just not young anymore.
1: Airlines receded, huh? (laughs) Get off the old age kick, will you?
2: No, I've got to face it, George. I'm not a girl anymore. I'm getting old and wrinkled.
1: You are not.
2: Yes, I am. I'm getting old and wrinkled. Now admit it. All right.
1: You're getting old and wrinkled. (laughs) Now what?
2: I've given you some of the best years of my life. Now you say I'm old and wrinkled. Not nice.
1: Come back here, Liz. I didn't
0: mean it.
2: Oh, yes, you did. I'm going to bed. When you get to be my age, you need your sleep.
1: Oh, now what am I in for? Uh...
2: the oldest one of all. Mrs. Cooper. I am? Oh. Oh, Katie, it's you. If you don't mind my asking, what are you doing mumbling in front of the mirror? Katie, I'm not young anymore. I didn't realize it till last night. We got out our high school annual and I haven't felt so old since the day Shirley Temple got married. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Cooper, you've got to snap out of this. Now, maybe a nice meal would help you. What would you like for lunch? Oh, just a cup of tea.
0: Is that all?
2: Well, perhaps a bowl of warm gruel. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Now, let me review this, Mr. Cooper. You looked at an old high school annual the other night, and your wife suddenly decided she was old? That's right, doctor. Well, we psychiatrists see cases like this quite often. It's not serious. Well, she's even been telling people she's 31. How old is she? 31. (laughs) My goodness, this is serious. What other symptoms does she have? Well, she's in bed every night at 8 o'clock reading literature from the old lady's home. (laughs) The other night, she asked me about opening a charge account at Forest Lawn. (laughs) What can I do? Well, fortunately, it's simple. All your wife needs is the assurance that she's still young and beautiful. You must reenact your courtship. Treat her as you did then. Flatter her, make love to her, convince her that she's desirable and lovely. Send her flowers and candy. You really think that'll do any good? Mr. Cooper, take my word for it. A few days of attention and your wife will feel so young you won't be able to leave her alone without a sitter. my little
0: baby?
2: Here I am, George, sitting in front of the fire.
0: <laughs>
2: old rocking chairs got me. by my side. Oh,
1: Liz, what's a beautiful young girl acting like that for?
2: What beautiful young girl? Who came in? You did.
1: Guess what I brought you, Liz.
2: Did you bring me something? You didn't have to bother. George, I don't
1: want to be a burden to
2: you in my old age.
1: Now stop that. Guess what I brought? Just what you need to make you feel good.
2: A hot water bottle? No.
1: Look, flowers and candy.
2: Oh, roses. Roses are for young girls. George, some violets would have been nice.
1: Well, how about a piece of candy, Grandma? Or do you have upper plate wobbles?
0: Oh, oh,
1: Liz, I didn't mean it. And I, I think you're beautiful. I, I always have and I always will. You're beautiful and you're young.
2: George, why did you bring me candy and flour? You haven't done that in years. Well, to
1: show you that I'm crazy about you.
2: What have you done?
1: If you don't snap out of it Now, if you'll pardon me, I'll go to my room and rest. Rest from what? You haven't done anything but eat breakfast? What tired you? Did Katie leave the crust on the toast?
0: <laughs> go on,
1: have your fun, George. Isn't it enough
2: that you found a new life for yourself? I'll see you later.
1: Oh, what have I done to deserve it? Little old lady, young and fair, you're in everyone's hair. Hello? Dr. Stewart, this is George Cooper. It didn't work. Oh. Well, sometimes a wife won't believe flattery when it comes from her husband. Your wife needs attention from some other man. Well, I don't know if I like that idea or not. Believe me, it's the only system that'll work. And I know just the man. He's charming, attractive, clever, and exactly the romantic type to take her mind off a of trouble. Hmm. Do, do you think he'd help me out? I'd be glad to. <laughs> as long as you ask me, all right. I'll be out in the evening. Uh, okay. I- I'll say you're an old fraternity brother and you've just dropped into town. Good. I'll see you at 8 o'clock.
0: <laughs>
1: ah, that was a good dinner. What do we do tonight, Liz?
2: Oh, I'll just sit by the fire a minute and then go to bed. I tire so easily these days.
0: Oh.
2: Oh, I wonder who that can be.
1: Oh, oh, it uh, must be Charlie Stewart. I ran into him today. He's an old fraternity brother of mine. I'll let him in. Charlie! Charlie Stewart! Hiya, George. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, Charlie? This... George, you didn't tell me you had a daughter.
0: and hey, look, Charlie? <laughs> This is
1: my... Tell me, honey, is your mother home?
0: <laughs> Look.
1: <laughs> Look, Charlie, I'm trying to tell let you Let him if...
2: alone, George. He's doing all right. <laughs> I'm George's wife, Mr. Stewart. Wife?
1: Why, you old cradle-snatcher, you.
2: Why, Mr. Stewart.
1: George, you told me she was young and pretty, but you didn't say she was beautiful.
2: Why, Charlie...
1: We always figured in school this. That... George would pick a beauty, but we never expected a queen like you.
2: Why, Chuck. <laughs> George, why haven't you had good old Charlie here before?
1: I just got into town today. It's the first time since we graduated. Oh. Yeah. Charlie and I were great friends at college, weren't we, Charlie? You said it. I'll never forget those good old days at Indiana U. Indiana? Ixnay, Ixnay. Oh, that's where I took my postgraduate work. <laughs> I'll never forget those days at good old Ixnay. Uh, Dean, next nice. at yeah. <laughs> See, that was a long time ago. Yes, a long, long time ago. oh there she goes again. Well, let's not stand here. Let's turn on the radio and get some good music. Yeah, yeah that's a swell idea.
2: Maybe we can get my favorite program, Life Begins at 80. <laughs> oh,
1: no, no. We're going to get some dance music. I feel like dancing. How about you, George? Good idea. I feel like dancing, too.
2: Well, you two go ahead. I'll watch <laughs>
1: Listen. Listen, they're playing a samba. I've always been too busy to learn the samba. Will will you teach me, Mrs. Cooper?
2: I'm sorry. The last dance I learned was the black bottom.
1: Nonsense. I can tell by looking at you. You could teach me in a minute. Oh, listen to that beat. Well,
2: I, I have seen it done.
1: Good girl. Now I'll just put my arm around you like this and hold you real close. <laughs> Is that the right position for the samba? No,
2: but don't let that stop you. <laughs>
1: Uh, just a minute, Charlie, old man. Uh, don't you think you'd better wait for the music to start again? Just the treatment, George. The treatment. Oh, that's <laughs> right, the treatment. What are you two whispering about? Oh, nothing. Just a uh, college secret. Oh, who cares about man talk when there's a beautiful woman around? Shall we dance, Liz? Well, all right. Now
2: watch my feet. All right. See? Back, and forth. Uh-huh. back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Back, back
1: and forth. Back
0: and forth. Back and forth.
2: dancer. Well,
1: that's because you're such a wonderful teacher. Your light is a feather. Oh, really?
2: Uh-huh. Don't you think he caught on
1: quickly, George? Yes, it's only taken him three hours so far. <laughs> treatment, George. Remember, treatment. Well, all right, but it looks like more of a treat than a treatment.
2: <laughs> oh, George, what'd you turn the
1: radio off for? Well, I'm tired of dancing. Let's set this one out, Liz. What? Liz, what's the sense of kidding? Come here. What? I don't care about dancing. It's just a chance to hold you close to me. But, sorry you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. You're ravishing. I, I, I can't take my eyes off you. Hey, what are you two whispering about? I've never, I've never met anyone who did this to me before. You're everything I've ever dreamed of. Everything now I've listen, ever... listen, cut that out. <laughs> treatment, George. Treatment. <laughs> huh? What do you know about treatment?
2: Nothing, but you leave us alone every
0: time he says it. Well, it
1: doesn't work anymore. It's late, and you have to go home, don't you, Charlie? Well, I don't, really. Look, Liz and I are tired. Well, if you put it that way... I'm not
2: tired. It's only one o'clock. There,
1: see? Well, let's put it this way. I'm tired of you.
2: Why, George... Remember
1: the treatment, George. To heck with the treatment. You're Fired?
2: Fired? What are you talking
1: about? He's not an old schoolmate. He's a psychiatrist. I hired him to come here and try to snap you out of this old age nonsense. What? Good night, Dr. Stewart. Good night, Mr. Cooper. I'll send you my bill in the morning. (laughs) Oh, Liz, I'm sorry. I had to blow up like this, but you're all cured now. Well, you are, aren't you, Liz? Liz? Katie, this is Mr. Cooper. I just called to see how Mrs. Cooper's been acting this morning.
2: I'm afraid she's just as bad as ever, Mr. Cooper. The last time I saw her, she was making out her will.
1: Her will? What
2: does she have to
1: will to anyone?
2: Well, she's leaving you to me.
1: Oh, that's generous of her. Look, Katie, I'm going to try something drastic. I'm going to bring home a companion for her. An old lady about 70 years old.
2: Oh, Mr. Cooper. Yeah, and when
1: she sees the difference between them, it ought to shock her out of it. I think
2: that'll work.
1: Well, I'll see you later. I'm going to pick up Mrs. Green at the old lady's home.
2: <laughs> oh, what a wonderful morning. Okay, oh, can who's that on the phone? Oh, well,
1: friend of mine. Uh, did you
2: finish your will? Oh, that was just a silly thought. Isn't it a wonderful day? Well, what happened to you this morning? You were Grandma Moses, and now you're Junior Miss. Oh, I had a call from someone. Who? That psychiatrist who was here last night, he called up and asked me for a date. Well, he didn't have any effect on you last night. I know, but last night he was hired by George. This date was his own idea. But he knows you're married. Aren't you insulted? I certainly am. Isn't it wonderful? But <laughs> <laughs> you're not going, are you? Of course not, but I'm glad he called. Makes me feel young again. Good. Well, I guess I'd better call Mr. Cooper. He had another plan to snap you out of it. <laughs> he was going to bring home an old lady to be your companion. Oh, no. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'll call him and tell him to.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Listen, he tricked me with the doctor last night. Let me have a little fun with him. What are you going to do? Well, get me a shawl to put over my head, Katie, and some glasses to put on the end of my nose. And when George and my companion get here, I'm going to be a little old lady. <laughs> They're coming up the walk, Mrs. Cooper. Oh, she's real old. Give me the shawl, Katie. Oh, these glasses away under my nose. Ooh. This way, Mrs. Green. Mrs. Cooper's probably in the living room.
1: Oh, Liz. Sorry, uh, boy. Liz, where did you get those glasses?
0: Oh,
2: Georgie, you brought me some company. Well, of course we has. I'm glad to meet you, Mrs. Cooper. My you're Oh! Mrs. Green, that's the lamp.
0: <laughs>
2: Liz,
1: could I see you in the hall, please?
2: Now run along, Georgie. We girls want to have a little chat. Yeah. <laughs> of course we do. Uh, I'm seventy-two. How old are you?
0: Eighty-four.
2: <laughs> you know you you don't look a day over seventy. <laughs> Say, how did you get such a young, handsome husband?
0: Penicillin. (laughs) I mean,
2: I met him through an ad in the paper.
0: No. Yeah.
2: He was handsome bachelor, snappy dresser, and I was elderly lady with (laughs) (laughs)
0: means.
2: Which paper did you get him through? They've got good
0: ones. (laughs)
2: Liz, this isn't very funny. Go away. Uh, hey, go away, Georgie. You bother me.
0: Now, uh,
2: Mrs. Cooper... Just call me Lizzie. My name's Annie. Hello, Annie. Tell me, Dizzy, do you like to dance? I used to when I was a girl, but now I've got the gout. Oh, nuts. any unless I get oiled. <laughs> in my joints, I mean. I've been oiled in a few joints myself. <laughs> oh, Annie, you're a caution. Yeah? <laughs> Just because I've got snow on the roof don't mean there's no fire in the uh-huh. finish. So, sit busy, yes? You play bingo. I know where there's a game going on right now. In the middle of the afternoon? Sure. In back of the Bluebird tea shop. There's a hot game going on all day long. The tea shop's just a front. Come on, get your green eye shade and let's go.
0: I'll
2: get my wheelchair. We can ride down. All right. It- you got? Oh, a real hopped-up job. I hooked it to a mixmaster. <laughs> mixmaster, eh? Does it work? Sure. I had some speed trials yesterday. What did you make? Fourteen miles an hour and a sponge cake. <laughs> now that's
1: enough of this nonsense. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm sorry, George.
2: I just couldn't resist. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't understand this at all. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Green. I'll explain in a minute. I'm all right now, George. Nothing happened today that made me see how silly I've been.
1: Well, thank goodness. When the presents didn't work and the psychiatrist didn't work, and even swallowing my pride and having him call you and ask you for a date didn't work, I thought... (laughs) Now what's the matter? You
2: told him to call. I'm not attractive. I'm old and worn out and nobody wants me. Goodbye, George. Where are you going? Come on, Annie,
1: let's go play bingo. My favorite husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.